When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 96.3 KLLL, Jeff Mudflap and the gang. And on the phone with us this morning is a gentleman by the name of Steve Friskup. And uh, oh. for, he's, he's an auctioneer. Yeah. And you, you may know Steve. He's uh, from Mule Shoe. And Steve, first of all, thanks for uh, for being on our show this morning. Yeah, thank you all for asking. I want to get to uh, a, really a viral video that you posted. I saw it for the yeah. first time last week where you're just kind of speaking about the uh, some of the stuff that's going on in our world with, you know, the coronavirus and all and the governor's uh, handling of some of that. Anyway, I just really enjoyed your video. But for anybody who uh, may not know a lot about you, I mean, I, I guess you, you have like a, a fellowship group or something that you started in Muleshoe, right? Yeah, we're part of a, a deal called Mule Shoe Fellowship. Been here about, I don't know, close to 18 years. And through all that ministry, we've had a lot happen, especially during COVID. I do a deal called uh, Coffee with the Colonel, not because of military, but that's what they call auctioneering colonel. So we do a thing called Coffee with the Colonel five mornings a week. I do a Bible study on Tuesday morning that goes on Facebook Live. And then I teach on Wednesday nights on uh, uh, it's it's found on MuleShoeFellowship dot org, and we go to I think forty eight states and five countries now, and about a seventy thousand viewing. So all that ministry stuff it's it's based in MuleShoe, but we've got a a pretty good following because of the horse sale business that I'm in also. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. And that that video, I guess you'd put out um, where you're. I think are you at the state line? I mean, you know, there's that the yeah. Texas sign back behind you, and and so one day I was just you know scrolling through Facebook, and and I ran across your video that you posted about just some of your thoughts about how I, particularly Governor Abbott's handling of some of the uh, coronavirus restrictions and all. So just you know, just to get rolling here on well, that part of it, what you just kind of share people what kind of what your take is on. All this well and then and i'm in a kind of a unique situation i've i've, I've run a, a horse auction in the state of new mexico now for close to 30 years and and then i auctioneer horse sales all over the country plus i do a lot of leading around the country in ministry and i'm very involved in the political side of things just because i'm a patriot so that's where all that comes from and not only the handling of the coronavirus, but the mishandling. And like our dealings with Governor Lujan in New Mexico, because of the way she's handled everything and shut that state down, we actually moved the business that's been there forever to Leveland, Texas. And so at that particular time, we're all touting our governor. We voted for him, even in some of his missteps in the last two years and We've supported him, and, and, you know, it's like I've told everybody, if you voted for Governor Lujan in New Mexico, you knew what you were getting when you got her. She's been this goofy since she was a little kid. <laughs> but Governor Abbott, on the other hand, he said he was going to represent us. And so 
and I can't disclose everything, but I didn't do that without doing my homework, and I just I happen to know a couple people, and uh, and so you know when you come out on July the third, and you create a a mask mandate that the headline is two hundred and fifty dollars fine, and nobody nobody investigates the the protocols below the headline. They kind of dilute the situation. And so all of a sudden on every storefront in West Texas, you got to, you know, it says do not enter without a mask. So now they're all liars too because we're all going in without a mask. And so he does this and then just becomes a complete no-show and then gives the appearance that he's saddling up to these mayors in these bigger cities we, uh, which one of which I'm pretty involved in uh, with some com- upcoming events, and you you hear murmurings of his voice being involved, and then but you don't see him doing anything. You know, he does a little photo op with Austin the other day on property taxes, which was just a that was just sitting in the wind. I mean, that was nothing. And so then you do a little calling around, do a little checking. Well, he's kind of a no show for everybody. You know, and the other day I sat in a room with him and President Trump and listened to him talk in person. I run horse sales for a living. So I can I can tell if, you know, if you feed me a little poo-poo here, uh, it, <laughs> I've been lied to all my life. I've been selling horses. So, uh, so I, I get it. And so through all that and then through a lot of prayer, and a lot of, I mean, the Lord visited with me and wrestled with me all night the night before. We were in Oklahoma. I knew I was supposed to stop that road sign. And I was just going to challenge the governor to come out. And if you're not a Judas, then please tell us. And come out and tell us why you're not doing what you're not doing. And and let us know. And I had no idea it was going to stir the water that much, but... You know, and, and I, I believe that to be the truth, and a lot of people believe the same thing. Don't don't come slap a mask mandate and then go crawl in a cotton-picking hole where nobody finds you and come out here and lead your state. And then, you, you know, it, it begins to look like you're posturing for a 2024 presidential run, and so you want to become a centrist Republican while you're representing the Republic of Texas? No, I'm going to call bull on that one. So you come on out. Here's my number. Call me. I don't care. Uh, I'm not just some redneck dumb hick. So we can have a visit about this. And uh, so anyhow, a lot of people responded. The governor had. Well, you know, it's, it is interesting with not only the mask mandate, but then, you know, also, you know, closing the bars down and then putting the right. restaurants back at 50% capacity. And, and like you said, he just sort of disappeared. And I think when I saw your video, that's why it stood out to me because I'd been sitting here thinking the same thing. It's like, that's weird. You just kind of shut, shut it down and then went away. And I guess that's just the way it's going to be. Not going to say anything else about it. It was just odd that that happened. And now, you know, you've got more and more businesses just continue to, to go by the wayside people you know losing things restaurants you know for them to stay at half capacity for a lot of for a lot of restaurants that is just not a a way they're going to be able to do business and then bars being just closed completely tfn 
it just, you know, people see this. And, look, everybody's got an opinion. There's some people think we ought to shut everything down. I, you know, that's everybody's entitled to their opinion. But for those of us who think that somebody's got to get back out here and, and keep this thing going, it really is frustrating to when you just see the governor just kind of disappear. I got a phone call right after that little video. And the first words out of that lady's mouth was, I lost three family members to COVID. And I thought, I'm fixing to get my first real butt chewing right here. And she said, I just called to tell you you're right. Wow. COVID is what it is. It got my family, and it did it while the protocols were in place. And she said, the protocols don't work. The news media stinks. The government stinks. COVID stinks, but you're right. And that's my point. If you're going to be the leader of the most important state on the planet, and we're coming up to the election of Donald J. Trump, and rural Texas holds the keys to this election, that's a fact. If 70% of rural Texas votes for Donald Trump, he wins Texas. If he wins Texas, he's got a 95% chance of winning the whole thing. If he loses Texas, he's got a 100% chance of losing the whole thing. So we hold the key, and our governor crawled in a hole. And so in the Western world I live in, we're having horse race. And, yeah, in certain Fort Worth and different places, auctioneer all over the country, we have to do some protocols. And so we don't, we, we'll follow along to a point. But if you're not going to come out and be a leader and bring some consistency, we don't crawl in a hole while uh, that hydrochloroquine seems to be working and nobody speaks up. Now, Ibamec, with every rancher and farmer on the planet, every feed store on the planet has it on the shelf. And it's supposedly that's working against COVID-19. All these cheap, simple solutions. I'm not a doctor, but I'm smart enough to ask good questions. And you're, you're making people run around and mask them. You don't even know if that stupid thing works. I know for a fact I can't breathe in one of them. You know, come out here and lead. Or if you're going to hide out, and we're going to lead ourselves, and we're going to open up. And you can either you can either stand up and lead, or you can shut up and get the hell out of the way. But we're not going to sit here and play everybody's political game. And you can and the picking on the bars. Here's the one I get. I lead. I lead a church thing now. I fought alcohol sales in Bailey County three times with voice and money and time because I don't believe it's beneficial. But I do not believe that a governor can shut down a bar, shut down a bar and grill. If he can shut down any one group of people's entities, then the, and then any governor can shut down our church. And it goes against our constitutional rights. So any of these little do-good church people around here that think shutting down the bar is all right, yeah, one of these days they'll come shut down your cotton-picking kitchen table, too. So you better start standing up for the bar owners. And uh, because it's unconstitutional. So, you know, if you're not going to lead, then get ready because somebody's going to. And and we're not going to shut down. And we're not playing the game of these phony protocols and all this weaponizing and politicizing of COVID-19. I don't diminish the seriousness of the virus. That's serious. People die from it as they do everything else. But COVID-19 is number 14 on the list in the state of Texas of the things that will kill you. So there's 13 more things we ought to be worried about, too. 
and one of which is suicide by depression, which is rising every day. And I believe part of that is because of COVID-19 and the isolation and the, and the, and the social distancing. And, and so some of these people in these glass houses need to come on out here to the country and we can explain some things to you that will benefit you in the future. But we're not going to play this game. And the other side of this, guys, just so everybody knows, for us Christian Americans, God's with us. That part I know for a fact. So if you think that any of us are, would be afraid or, or discouraged or anything else, not this guy. I'd, I'd, I'd dare any one of you. We're, we're going to do this because God's with us. So we're fine. And uh, I'm going to keep doing my horse sales. We're going to keep in a living. We're going to call them America. So listen, here's the deal. November 13th is the most important day in American history. This country either goes to hell in a handbasket or we maintain a position of bringing us back to right standards. And if you and if you're if you're so religious or so deluded in your thinking that you can't see what that man has tried to do for this country, then there's nothing I can do for you. But if you if you if you're wondering how this is going to go, I can tell you for hours with my Bible open and my Constitution in hand why that man has to be the next president of the United States, or we have to assume the position of grabbing our knees and kissing our butt goodbye. Steve, uh, Steve Frisk up this morning. Thank you, Steve, so much, man. Thanks for uh, sharing Thank your you. thoughts. And uh, listen, I, you know, uh, everybody's got their opinion. I rec- recognize that, but I'll tell you that I, Steve, uh, you're you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's I my like mind him. Right I wish there, he was so. my uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Steve, follow Steve on uh, Facebook though, and his his ministry that he's involved in, and uh, his last he spells last name F R I S. K-U-P, that's Friskup, and uh, you can follow him, and uh, if you haven't seen the video that, that uh, he was referencing there, then uh, you can look that up on Facebook as well, but uh, it's really good. Just good West Texas speak, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, uh, just... Yeah, and I love the fairness. You know, it's like you say, look, you know, I campaigned to prevent bars from being open in Bailey County, keep it a dry county, but this is wrong what they're doing. Right, You also yeah. hear him on the COVID, too. He said, I, I take this serious. Right. Right. Yes. No, it's it's uh, but but the I think the the thing that really stood out to me though, uh, you know, and when I saw the original video was that deal of you know you got Abbott sets here and get, closes stuff down, puts the mask mandate mandate on, the bars are closed, fit, restaurants fifty percent, and then we disappear, and this is just life the way it's going to be forever, and everybody just kind of goes, well, I guess so, but you know, it's it's it's, it's like all, all along for me, I just keep throwing if if I die from COVID nineteen, then fine. I'm, that's I'm fine with it because we're all going to die. Nobody's getting out alive, so it's my my mantra every day is get busy living or get busy dying. But we can't just sit here and and fold up and and think perpetually we're not doing anything. And so it just it's it gets very frustrating. But I love what uh, Steve had to say there, and that's why I wanted to have him on this morning. Just let him share his thoughts. And if you agree with him, you can uh, certainly follow him on Facebook. If you don't, then you know that's cool. That's cool too. Yeah, when this first started, literally the first week, and they and they shut things down, and some things. I mean, I think we were talking about it. It's probably recorded. I said this is not right. You do not pick and choose who you shut down and who who you put out of business yeah, and who's going to stay in business. Right. That was the thing that was irritating me the most. You know, and what we do 
here is we help clients out, you know, with advertising and things like that. And I have a daycare center friend. She's a friend of mine, a lady, and she got shut down because they had one, you know, COVID scare. You know what? So did high schools. So have colleges. Yeah, they're Texas still open. Tech has uh, active cases already now. I mean, they're I mean, still it's... open. Why are they shutting down daycare centers? And she, she even tried to fight it, and they she didn't win. And I was like, daycare centers all across the the you know area, at least here in Lubbock, from just what I'm being told. I mean, they're at you know twenty percent capacity. They can't survive. No. Well, and, and, and not to mention the fact that you, now you got. Parents who have nowhere to take right, their kids. Right, nowhere to take their kids. Say that they're in the medical profession and they need their daycare center. They're not one of those that's quarantined at home right, who gets right, to work at right. home in Zoom meetings. They literally have to be at their jobs. That they now have no place to take their kids. Right. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's. It's certainly just. It's. It's got. It's one of the most frustrating things ever. Ever lived through for. Yeah. I think for for everybody. And again, Makes no matter how sense. you feel about it, it has just been a, a, a an incredibly frustrating set of circumstances yeah. that. You just and, and at this point, you, f- you start feeling like it's never gonna end, mm-hmm. and that's what I think. That's the thing about it that you just feel like we're there's just this this idea that somehow we're just going to shut down the world and and hope. Yeah, you, a, know? you know the restaurants and the bars. I mean, the Texas Restaurant Association. Not Governor Abbott. The Texas Restaurant Association has been the ones that's go- helping these bars try to relicense and you know beef up their menus and try to figure out how to get them right. to where they can be open so they're not classified a bar. Right. It hadn't been Governor Abbott. It's been you know t- you know Texas Restaurant Association trying to help these guys out. Did see something yesterday where the city had uh, eased some restrictions yesterday on like some bars are are going to be allowed to have like food trucks now or, or right. you know, set up and making it a little bit easier yeah. for them to because if they're not equipped with a kitchen that's been you know passed by right. the health, health department you know and all those little hoops you have to jump through to, to even open up they they can't get that stuff you know built then that's expensive mm-hmm. to get everything did, up they, to code so what they did they removed the commercial cooking equipment requirement they allow businesses to bring in and count commercially prepackaged food items and it also allows the, these uh, businesses to partner with food trucks and include food truck sales towards their 51% calculation, which, again, there's another goofy, arbitrary thing. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you have 49% food sales, that's not good enough. Right. 51%, magically, that 2%, that magically puts you over this. <laughs> of course. All this stuff is just, yeah. when you really dig into it and you see the arbitrary nature of all of this, it's like the, you know, the, the idea that everybody's, made, you know, talked about this before, but it's like early on in this deal, you know, well, you could go to Home Depot and Lowe's yeah. and Walmart and the grocery store and, and all that. And apparently there was low risk there, but boy, you go anywhere else. and go to a locally cow, owned business. That coronavirus is going to jump right on you. So that and that's why this is frustrating to people yeah. is because it is it's very arbitrary Make, and yeah. and none of it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. So, all right, well there you go. Well, um, again, thanks to uh, Steve Friskup for joining in this morning. And uh, again, if you'd like to uh, you know uh, friend Steve on Facebook and be able to catch some of his the ministry the videos and uh, the live broadcast and stuff that he does, um, look him up at Steve Friskup. That's F R I S. K-U-P. And if you missed our conversation with Steve, you're just joining us. Um, is it already out there? It's not you, out there yet, but it will to, be out yeah. there in about five or ten minutes. Yeah, we'll have that out there in podcast form here in just a little bit. So we'll put that on Facebook, Twitter, and then you'll also be able to find it this morning at KLLL.com. All right.
get ready for getting more Jeff Mudflap and the gang on the Leftovers Podcast at KLLL.com. Presented by Scott Toman Team Remax.